Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. We're all going on a summer holiday. No more working for a week or two. How many times have you thought about escaping everything and going to live in a cabin in the woods? Well, I think about that kind of thing a lot. I know that Dave uh, thinks it would be his worst nightmare. He likes to be hooked up to full Wi-Fi, modern hotel, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? I think it's it's obvious to a lot of us now these days that we've got to make some small efforts just to unplug even for a little bit. But how would you fancy going off grid for a little break? In fact, so off-grid, you don't even know where you're going. Well, there's something called slow cabins. They have arrived in Ireland, and Lisa Regan joins us to explain it all. Hello, Lisa. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm great, thanks. It's Dermot here. Love this concept. I love the idea of not knowing where you're going. First of all, what is a slow cabin? So a snow, slow cabin is this beautiful, sustainably built um, in a lovely Japanese charred wood. And then it's cladded on the outside. And inside is like you're in a Scandinavian beautiful home is the way to describe it. Fresh white linen. And it has been carefully created um, to be put into nature. And therefore, then we can go to this place that is all considered. And you feel like you're in this beautiful just as beautiful, almost like an apartment, but then you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't know where you are. So it's a very kind of interesting feeling for you. It's kind of you have a nice little bit of luxury, mm. but you're off grid. How big are we talking? Is it like, you know, studio at the end of your garden type thing? Like one of these home offices? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit bigger than that. It's a lovely space for two people. Um, you have a queen size bed, you have a beautiful shower and you have enough room to hang out within the place without being in each other's space too much. Right. How many people could you fit in it? Definitely three, but two would be beautiful. Okay. And they are self-sufficient. So what does that mean? So it's um, solar and solar powered. And so we also have then as well too, you're given your water kind of um, allowance for it, which is which is from rainwater. So they're self-sufficient in that way that you're not utilizing anything from the grid. So you really are um, sustaining yourself within this beautiful cabin. Right. So if you have like a 25 minute shower, you're not uh, drinking any tea. <laughs> Yeah, but it's actually really interesting because I was laughing here. Uh, one of my neighbor's kids got a job during the week as a kitchen porter, 15 years old, and was like, oh my God, she came home from work and she said, oh my God, I am really going to think about all the cutlery that I use here now because she said someone has to wash that up. So it was so funny even thinking of it like that. You have to be thinking about your usage, which is a really good way to be, as we know, we're always trying to curtail our water usage and electricity usage. So this could also be mm. kind of an educational time when you stay in the in the cabin. Okay, so you've got the comfy bed and you've got the shower. And I think a lot of people would be ha- happy with that. Okay, you've got to ration your water, ration your electricity. So you don't want to be uh, yeah. bringing down your big uh, gaming hard drive and, and, you know, draining the power out of the place. But uh, like in, in terms of cooking and stuff like that, how does that work? Is, is there a full kitchen or... How does that work? Yeah, so there's so outside you've got this gorgeous fire pit so you could do like barbecue and things stuff like that and then inside you've got a gas stove and you've got a full refrigerator. So you're you're equipped. Um so you can do what you definitely need to do um with on the gas stove and then outside you could do your meats or whatever kind of veggies you wanted to do and things like that. 
it's like it's not like you're going into the you know the wilderness and you're and you're and you're left there. It's it's actually a very sophisticated time in the cabin. It's just that it's kind of the great thing about it is it's teaching you how to be more. I suppose resourceful and also that you everything you use has an impact so in our houses I suppose we take it for granted you know we always have power we always have water and we don't well I know I probably wouldn't think about how much I use in the shower or things like that so when you go here it's really interesting to see how much you actually use need to use in order to have just a, just a nice time mm. and to feed yourself and to keep yourself warm and just to have a little bit of light and things like that as well too and it's also a good one because if you were going down there for a digital detox which is kind of where this is going because of the power thing it's like well do I need to charge my phone or would I like a little bit of light and the fridge to be on a little bit longer and so it, it, it kind of raises a good few questions within people when they come to stay which is really good yeah yeah I suppose that word mindful comes to mind, uh, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, you just be, have to become more mindful about every aspect of the things that we take for granted every day. Um, talk to us about the surprise element of it in terms of you don't know where you're going when you book it. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, so I think this was the thing really that gets people the most. But um, I know we're we're a scroll we're a scroll society, aren't we? Like there's so many options online, and even when you're going um, away yourself, you're looking at so many different variants. So it's nice to have the choice taken away from you. Like if you decide to go in a slow cabin, that's that's really the only choice that you've made. And the way that they're located is it's really great. They're located about two two and a half hours from urban centres. So when you book then within 10 days of when you are going on your allotted time, you will be told the logistics of where you're going and everything like that. So that you can, you know, it's not like on the day, God, where am I going today? So you'll get the information, but we like to keep it a secret so that you don't know when you're booking, you've made the decision to book a slow cabin and therefore then the power and all that kind of, Oh, what, what's near there. And then you're kind of planning all things around it. It takes that out of it mm. because then you just go and you just relax into the trip instead of having this kind of, you know, tick box kind of travel itinerary for yourself. Oh, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to do the other. What we'd like people to do is just to come down and to actually just relax, come off their phones, get off the digital, stop Yeah, but Lisa, that, that terrifies a lot of people of like, we're <laughs> going know. away for the weekend, we don't really know where we're going and we've no idea what we're going to do when we get there and we can't use our phones. I know. I know, but it's so wonderful. Like, it's actually so, I I really mean that. And like, we're all addicted to our phones in some capacity. No one can say that they're not. Um, But it's actually so freeing and so liberating to not be on your phone and to not always be constantly, like, even researching things on Google, you know, in terms of, like, eating. Like, where will we eat? Is it good? What does it say on Google? Is it raining? I don't know. Are you sitting outside? Is it raining? Like, I'll check the weather app. It's just so good to actually come off your phone and to actually experience stuff in a sensory way for yourself and not think that you have to second guess every decision by Googling it or checking an app that you have on your phone. And I feel that that digital detox, even if it was just for two days for people, I I honestly, you just go home feeling so refreshed Mm. and just like sleeping better and like the way that the cabins are designed as well too, there's these beautiful long open win- like windows panes and it's just so nice you literally feel like you're outside and will you do us a favour actually Lisa will you yeah. just keep one for Dave and uh, put a few cameras in there uh, like Big Brother style so we can see him slowly go out of his mind because <laughs> this would absolutely terrify our Dave and uh, then when he's finished uh, then I'll take over because I love the idea where can people go? You're definitely more... Uh, well, to find out more? Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. So it's um, Slow Cabins. Uh, just, just uh, it's so funny. You have to book through an online service, of course. Um, slowcabins.ie is there. You can find out all the information there. And they're on Slow Cabins Ireland on Instagram as well, too. If you want to have a sneak peek of uh, the cabin, what it looks like, and even just all the top tips of like what you can do when you're there. And everywhere that they're placed, this this first one at the moment for August as well, too, we have a special offer. So it's two nights for just under 400 euro. So if people want to avail of that, they still can and the exciting news is that there's going to be a second location in the new year okay. so there'll be but more slow cabins popping up around Ireland you can't tell us where it is because that's the whole thing uh, Lisa Regan from Slow Cabins thanks a million thank you Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today